So I'm going to dive right into the heart and hood selling method because today's podcast is a special one. So I want to share with you a recent presentation that I did on the heart and head selling method so that you can have some idea of how you can implement this or try this out, test it out in your business. I would love to hear back from you to see how it went and any, any questions that you have, you know, what were your wins and your takeaways from listening to this audio or maybe just implementing what you uh, took from this audio. It would be really helpful for me to understand what's helpful. Like what is going to be resourceful for you in your business and as you're establishing your business, trying to create marketing content and understand your strategy for business and marketing and connect the two. So go ahead and just listen in on this presentation that I've done for a group and I think you're going to love it. My name is Melinda Colon. I am a... Uh, marketer, business coach, consultant, speaker, uh, fur mom, cook, what else? <laughs> so today I thought, well, I could talk about myself for 20 minutes, or I could share a few key tips to help you just change your perspective about running a business and then training other people to market and do business development for your firm or for your marketing or your companies. Um, so I have I have a marketing agency called Force OVN. We provide marketing and communication services to professional service firms. Um, in 2022, we helped secure $3.2 billion for our clients, and our win rate is 74%. So for every four opportunities, we help them secure three. We're so good that um, we typically are helping our clients uh, build out projections for, you know, two quarters, three quarters ahead because we know how well we do it. And so one of our clients um, that we've had for the past two years, they've been able to double their size in um, double their size in terms of team and then also double their revenue in two years going from 30 uh, professionals to 60 professionals. Um, they're out of Boston, which is a volatile area as a, within the commercial construction space. And there's a lot of changes, obviously legislator, legislative, um, but then also it's impacting just finding workers, like people to do the work. So unfortunately, they have had challenges with finding good professionals to work within their organization. And we help them not with, only with the external marketing, but also with the internal marketing, helping them build culture in a virtual space, um, helping them create hybrid working environments that make sense for their organization, and also provide a consistent quality customer experience. Because at the end of the day, we can have a business, but if we don't have any clients, we don't have a business, we have a hobby. So, that's really important for our organization is to help businesses build their client base. Um, we, we connect with winners and we're really selective and strategic as to who we work with and, and tie ourselves with because of how good we are. And we're really confident about that. In addition to Forest OVM, um, I have a company called Thrive Build. It's a educational 
e-learning program for marketing professionals within organizations to help them learn how to be strategic thinkers, not just doers, but to be proactive. And I also am a consultant and coach to decision makers. So since we are all decision makers, I, I plan to just talk about that today. So there's three things that I want to share with you. There's a model that I developed called the heart and head selling method. 94% of all buyers, including consumers, are emotional driven buyers, which means that there are specific emotions that get them to buy, but there are specific emotions that get them not to buy. And you have to understand which ones work for your target client. Um, so depending on if you're, you're an attorney, right, there, are, there, you might see that there's negative emotions like anger, frustration, um, you know, more volatile emotions in your clients that come to you because they're trying to solve a very, you know, taxing problem to their lives versus someone who is in retail who might have like an, an event experience. They're looking for an exciting and happy and enjoyable experience, right? So that's a different emotion, but they're all emotions. And knowing your target audience and what they care about will help you build a, the right marketing messaging and client experience that they that will attract them to your um, your business and then also build your pipeline because that's what we want. We want more clients, but we have to learn how to speak their language, understand their uh, physiology, the, the mental syntax, so that we can start to create that relationship with them before they even in person meet us. Make sense? Yes. Okay. So, um, so part of that heart head selling method, I've talked about the heart because that's the bigger part. But then the head part, the logical, the, the data, we have to back that up too. So, like I shared with you earlier, one of the key points in Force of the M which helps us close deals is the fact that we can refer back to our $3.2 billion, which is a lot of money, um, and 74% win rate. And sharing that with clients, oftentimes we'll find that they're just like, oh, we want to be a part of that 74%. <laughs> we want to be a part of that. Um, so a few months ago, we onboarded a solopreneur. A, um, she's a project management company firm out of Chicago and she <laughs> and um, she um, she bought, she oh really One nice okay I don't know specifically I haven't visited her yet but I'm planning on visiting her don't go in the winter okay. no, no. I, I live in Rhode Island and and um, briefly in New York so uh, winter is yes. it's winter so so a partner came to me and she says, okay, Melinda, I, I don't know how long of a shot this is, but I want to chase this opportunity. It's for a million and a half for five years secured. And I really want this deal. But I'm going up against 11 big competitors like if I say their names, one of their names is Jacobs. You guys are familiar with Jacobs. They're a huge engineering international firm. Um, and so you're talking about a solopreneur in Chicago. This <laughs> has no team, no nothing, right, coming up against my side. Let's put com competition aside for a second, because that's usually what amateurs do first. And I told her this. 
And she was like, what do you mean? And I said, usually we think that we need to compete with our com competition, but instead we need to compete with our client because our client has objections about doing business with us immediately, right? Like it's easier, one of my coaches says, it's easier for you to um, hand someone a hundred dollar bill when they're in, uh, and when they're, you know, like bleeding on the side of the street versus just to pass it to them when they're walking by. Like they don't need it. And until they need it, they don't understand the value because it's not valuable to them yet. So, um, so sorry? The power of yes. The, yes, yes, okay. So, um, so why do, I, why do I share this? It's, I'm going back to a karma story. So why do I share this? I share this because within just a few weeks, we developed her proposal, created her entire branding marketing material, um, established a message of voice for her, and she was able to secure that project and won against these million and billion dollar brands. She's the winner. She's the one that they want to work with because she made sure to focus on the client experience. And she addressed every single objection that they had in her proposal. Now, a proposal is just like any marketing material. It's your landing page. It's your website. It's your social media content. It's your um, what you're about us, your brochures. We often think, I, I come across clients, they come to me and they say, I, I don't need, I don't need strategy. We know our client. And I said, that's great. That's awesome. Tell me about them. Well, and they tell me all about themselves instead of their clients. Oh, well, we could do this for them. We did this for them. Well, that's great from your perspective, but you have to realize that your client comes to you for a solution. And it can't be a simple solution, then it's going to be a hard solution. Ever been to a restaurant where there's a menu and it's a book and you have five minutes to like decide on what to order, right? And are you ready yet? Uh, you know, five more minutes and you're scourging through. You're like, hey, somebody, can you go go? You know what you want? Okay, go, you go and then I will play Russian roulette with my meal, right? Versus if you go to a high-end restaurant and you have one piece of paper and five options, one entree, you know exactly what you want, right? And you create that client experience so perfectly that it validates the price. You're willing to pay for spaghetti and meatballs for $50 a plate because they did it so well. The experience, the ambiance, the lighting, the table, the, the, the customer service, the waitresses, everything is just top notch because they created the experience that makes you feel that way. So that is heart and head selling method. It's really important that I share that with as many business owners as possible because I find most often that they get stuck telling clients about themselves and not telling them that they're the helper in the process. So moves, moves me on to the next thing. Heart and head selling method is based off the hero's journey. Does anybody, does anybody know what the hero's journey is? Ever heard of, heard of it? What is it? You no, know, like generally, like um, the hero's journey is one of like uh, you know going through a difficult experience, mm -hmm. failure, mm -hmm. and then eventually becomes success, kind of a rocky, rocky story. Yeah, yeah. So perfect. That's exactly. It. Congratulations. Give a round of applause. That's really good. That's really good. That was a really good definition. 
And the hero's journey is often used in movies. Like every movie that's good, that's a good movie, is used, is using the hero's journey. Um, any really good book is used, is using hero's journey. So why do they use the hero's journey? Because they realize that as human beings, we love A, B, and T. And, but, therefore, we love the A, B, and T. So what happened first, and then this happened, therefore, this is the result, right? Simplifying hero's journey. So how can you use the hero's journey in your business? Who's the hero in the hero's journey? So there's two characters, typically. It's a simplistic way of thinking about it. There's the hero, and then there's the helper. Who are you? Are you the helper or the hero? Tell me. Helper. Okay, who else? Anybody else have a, a, a different thought? Hero. Okay. All right, so guess what? We're the helper. We are the helper. They're the hero. Our clients are the hero. Our audience is the hero. Whoever it might be is a hero. We want them to feel. <laughs> that was good. I hope it passed. <laughs> um, that, that is the way to find out more about your clients, more about your target client. They will tell you everything they want and can if you are the helper and not the hero. See, 90% of the United States like residents, human beings walking on this planet, are on this on this country, are introverts. As introverts, one of the characteristics of intro introverts are that we are listeners. I'm an introvert. We're listeners. So if we don't hear things that are pleasing, regardless of whatever our outcome wants to be, um, then we will retract. We get a lot of this. We'll gotta get a lot of leaning back. We'll get a lot of just you know just eye contact doing away, which is why I love in person instead of virtual, because we get to see their mannerisms, their body language, and we can tell a lot by that. Those are key data points for my team. Like when we meet clients, we're like, okay, is there any way that we can meet in person? Because that tells us a lot about what they think their objections are, even though they don't tell us with their mouths, right? So during that process, if you're meeting them in person, you can start to track this. You say, oh, you know what? I'm getting the same type of body language over and over again. I might need to revisit this. I'm getting some type when they pause or they look away or they say, oh, I need to check with my, my husband. Oh, you know what? Um, let me think about it, right? You're getting those and those are objections. We make thousands of decisions every single day. We, we make a decision, we get out of bed, brush our teeth, drive, make a left turn on Colonial, like those are decisions that we naturally make. Why is it that some business owners have too many options and make it more difficult for people to make decisions, especially when they are emotional buyers? Think about it. So I'm going to use the example of Cinderella. Has everybody watched or seen the movie Cinderella? Okay. The fairy godmother, she's the helper in the story, right? She didn't show Cinderella a closet of dresses. She gave her one dress. She didn't say, she, say here, pick all from all these shoes. She gave her one pair of shoes. Giving your client one option will help them make a decision faster. Because if you derail them from making a decision, you derail them, you derail helping them solve the problem. 
That's what I love. I love, and I recommend if you all if you had a chance to watch the movie Air. Yes. Watch it right then. That was the best. Mm-hmm. And it shows you who is really the person you need to sell, who is yes. and thinking about him. Yes. And that about I, I love it. And I think that kind of summarizes what you're talking about. Excellent presentation. That's a, that's a great example. That's a great example. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. I could talk more and more about that. The last thing that I will share with you is if you if you are presenting your your um, value, your value is not your value. Your value is the value to your client, so your customer. What do they perceive as value, perceived value? Um, as you are identifying those values, make sure that you inject stories in between each value. So we are great at X. Why are we great at Why is it important to you? Because I have a story that I want to share with you about a partner and how that impacted her, right? And then you move on to the next point. So point, story, point, story. Make sense? Yes. Okay. That's really, really important. And that's that lady that did the presentation of the solar, when you guys did the proposal, did you help her to do the coaching on how to present that to them? Is yes. that how you the whole thing prepare? The press the proposal, it's a it was a it was a three-step process. And the proposal was on her to kind of explain, not just to give to them, right? It, it's a three-step process. It's first written to evaluate, evaluate whether or not you should be in the room to present. Then, so we helped her with that. Then we helped her position the actual interview part. So helping her give her key points of what to talk about, what to stray away from or avoid, um, but address the white, big white elephant in the room because often people don't want to. You have to address the elephant in the room. It is the biggest objection, okay? Um, and then the third thing that we did to help her was to... Um, to organize her pricing. Her pricing is her pricing, but we helped her identify what mattered most in her pricing so that her price lines made sense for her client. It wasn't just like project management services and then here's a number. It broke it down based on what they felt it was valuable. So um, does that answer your question? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Great, great. Um, so, so yeah, so that was it. Does anybody have any questions, any thoughts? Thank you for a question. Very good. Very good. I like it. Excellent. Thank you.